welcome to the Teen Christian View podcast. I'm your host, No Nichols, alongside my co-host, Kessa Burlingame. Before we begin, I want to thank everyone for listening in and sharing. It means a lot to us that we are now into our seventh episode. We have six published ones, and we have reached over 200 people in our first episode. Um, I'd like to ask that you guys continue to share because it really helps us, and we'd like to get the word out. Um, it really does mean a lot to us, and we're really thankful. We put one out every week on Sunday. You guys should be able to hear it um, Monday morning is usually when it comes out. If you want to contact us, just ask us a question, maybe suggest suggest a new topic, idea, anything like that. DM us on Instagram at TCV underscore podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help equip and teach other teenagers how to live life the way God wants us to from our experience and from the way that we see things. Um, every week we have a topic that we talk about, and this week the topic is dealing with the LGBT community. So this is a topic that we wanted to address because it's relevant to teenagers, um, obviously. Uh, we think it's important to not only understand why this l lifestyle is incorrect, but also how to talk to the people that are in this community in the correct manner and be able to point out why their way of living is incorrect and sinful, but also, you know, show them that you care about them and you're not just trying to bash them for the way they're living. Go about it in a loving way. All right, so our first question is, why is the LGBTQ lifestyle incorrect? Um, what comes to mind to me immediately is, one, it's unhealthy. There are a lot of things that people do to themselves to induce this sort of this lifestyle to get like hormone blockers or this thing or that thing I, I mean i don't know i haven't done a whole lot of research and what people are willing to do to change it's nasty. um yeah it, it's not healthy <laughs> it's not healthy for your body um it's not healthy for your soul because it's sinful and it really affects the way that you live the way that you act if you're a male and you try and act like a female it's not healthy. It changes the way that you interact with people. It, it, it becomes a detriment to your how you um, your relationships with other people, and um, your relationship with God. And I just, it's really unhealthy for you to try and do this sort of thing. It may feel right, or you may just think that this is something that you should do, or that's uh, the person you're talking to may think that think that they think that this is correct, or they're just very confused. Um, about the world and especially as a teenager because we're all trying to figure out who exactly we are and so we're very open and vulnerable to something like this but it's important to get across that it's unhealthy not only physically but spiritually as well and it has huge impacts on people um i believe the suicide rate in people who decide to try and change their gender or something along those lines is almost i believe is double the national rate which is horrible um but it really, it like, I, I just want to make sure that you guys, I just want to get across that it really affects your mental state and your physical and spiritual well-being. Um, do you have any thoughts on that, Kessler? Anything you wanted to add? Uh, no, not really. Just thinking about that suicide rate, most of the time it's because of how people accept them, I guess. People that are part of that community. And that's why we want to talk about how you should talk to these people, because most time um, I, I've seen that these people get targeted, I guess. Yeah, but we want to make sure that a lot of times Christians 
compromise and we're like, well, we want to accept these people in a loving way. And it's not very clear. Um, what does a loving way mean exactly? Yeah. Um, we're not saying that it's okay to live this lifestyle. We're not saying that at all. The Bible no. does not accept this lifestyle. What we're saying is that we're not condemning this person. Um, we're just, as, as if you would say to somebody who is struggling with something else like this, um, it could just be lying, that sort of thing. You're not condemning the person because they're lying, but you're saying that what you're doing is wrong and you need to change, and you're doing yeah. it in a loving manner. Absolutely. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so the next topic we're going to go over is why it's okay to struggle with these temptations. Um, just like everything else, um, you can struggle with temptation um, all the time. I Pretty much every day you struggle with temptations, and this is – no different. Uh, a lot of people, I've met several people that have struggled with this before, thinking, you know, they might be gay or they want to tra- change gender or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a temptation, not a sin. When you Once you act upon it, then it becomes a sin and then it's not okay. But you, yeah. you, you're tempted by things every single day. And this can, this is just another one of those things that might be tempting you. But as long as you don't act on it, it's fine. You... Um, excuse me. You may struggle with it. It's okay to struggle, though. Um, just you cannot give in to yeah. this kind of temptation and most other temptations. But because all they'll the end temptations. up becoming yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll they'll end up becoming sin. So yeah, just don't um, give in. And it's like if you're talking if you're talking to somebody who is struggling with this sort of thing. Um, or, or maybe you're going through this sort of thing because uh, tons of teenagers go through this sort of thing. We want to make sure that you understand that there's not something wrong with you because you're struggling with this. You're, you're, not, you're not twisted and different from everybody else. It's something you're struggling with and it's a temptation and you need to be able to recognize it as such. Um, and I really – I think because this is a huge misconception in my opinion that teenagers have is – they think that when they're struggling with something, they're sinning. And then they're just like, well, I'm already yeah. sinning, so I'll just give up and keep on doing it. No, just because you're struggling with something doesn't mean that you're actually doing it. Um, the Bible is very clear, in, in in my opinion, stating that temptation is not sin. Yep. Um, I have the next question is why we should and um, how to talk to these people. So I've talked to these people before, a couple of people that I've met at work and that sort of thing. And I don't want to keep classifying them as these people because it sounds like there's some separate group or whatever and they're different from all of us. Just because they're trying, they're struggling with something or they've done something that is very different from us, it's just – it's a sin. It's not something that makes them some complete other stranger alien thing whatever that – like they're just people struggling with sinning. Yeah. Um, most importantly, it's our job to spread the gospel. It's our job – to try and tell people in a loving manner where they're sinning and to try and help them come out of that sin. Um, and this is why I would recommend when you're trying to talk to somebody who is dealing with this sort of struggle or is somebody who living this life lifestyle, I would recommend that first you try and become their friend while not accepting, not necess- not accepting their lifestyle and not saying that it's okay being somebody who accepts the person for who they are and this seems kind of hard to understand but i the w- same way that i would accept kessler and i know that he is a flawed individual and he does sin 
that's how you would accept him. But I'm not saying that Kessler, your sin is okay, but I'm, I accept you as a person and you're my friend. And that's what I would recommend first doing, because if you come across to somebody who's living this lifestyle and you just say, you're doing all this wrong, whatever, they're not going to want to listen to you. They're not going to exchange because all you have is criticism. That's not going to, that's not going to do anything. It's not going to help them and it's not going to help you. Yeah, absolutely. So starting off with our verses, we have Leviticus 18.22. You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. I mean, that's pretty plain and simple right there. God is basically spelling it out for you that this um, this is a sin and we cannot, you know. It's not something we should do. Absolutely, yep. Um, I know this was a that was a short short verse. That was a very uh, short verse. You have a yes. long one here. Yes, I do have quite a long one. Uh, before I get on my long one, I want to say that a lot of times people people who are engaged in that lifestyle or just Christians who have decided to say that it's okay for that lifestyle to um, exist or be practiced, really, um, the Bible is, and they'll say that the Bible is is not clear and does not condemn. Um, homosexuality and that sort of thing yes it does right here you shall not lie with a male as a wo- with a woman it is an abomination all right so my verse is kind of long romans 1 26 through 27 for this reason god gave them up to dishonorable passions for their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature and the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and workers consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving receiving in themselves the due, due penalty for their error. I apologize for all the tongue twisting that I did right there, um, but that was quite a long verse. So what immediately comes to mind for me is this verse um, is this is basically foretelling what you know what? All right, so I have the second verse, Romans 1, 26 through 27. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions. For the women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature, and the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty the due penalty for their error all right so what immediately comes to mind for me when i hear this verse is this is very much like what our world is today um and i think this explains all these sort of things that go on in this world today these people that are changing genders or gay or lesbian relationships and that sort of thing Um, but i want to talk about the end of the verse where it says, and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. This type of behavior comes with a warning. And I think if you're a Christian talking to either somebody else who is a Christian and struggling with this, or even somebody who is not a Christian and struggling with this, it's good to point out to them that, like we said earlier, that it's not healthy and not um, not healthy both physically and spiritually, that the Bible makes this point that it isn't healthy for them that yeah. that you will be punished and it's not necessarily clear in what manner but that it's not going to necessarily go well for you when you're acting and when you choose to um participate in that sort of lifestyle 
Um, did you get anything from this verse? Uh, no. Uh, well, that was not how I wanted to say that. <laughs> I was going to say I didn't have much to say about it. It's just, just what that last little bit, you know, shameless acts yeah. with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. I mean, that's a warning. And we all know what happens when you sin. Yeah. So. All right. I have another long one. Here we go. Let's see if I can do it. It's not first, too long. First Timothy. Well, I think it's about the same. Whatever. Who cares? All right. First <laughs> Timothy. First Timothy one nine, uh, verses nine through ten. The law is not laid down for the just, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and sinners, for the unholy and profane, for those who strike their fathers and mothers, for murderers, for the sexual, sexually immoral, men who practice homosexuality, enslavers, liars, perjurers, and whatever else is contrary to sound doctrine. <sighs> okay, reading. I know, I haven't done that lately. I haven't been to school in two weeks. <laughs> so this verse does a really good job of re uh, re-emphasizing is that a, is that a word i i, think... I, I let's we're just gonna go. that's a word now all right I, <laughs> in my dictionary that's a word okay yes. but it does a good job of re-emphasizing that um for those who are sexually immoral or men who practice homosexuality that is a sin and you will be punished but those who straight um go away from these sins uh will be rewarded by god yeah and just another reminder that the Bible does talk about this topic, does condemn participating in that lifestyle, yep. um, and it encourages, and it keeps keeps making a point of that's something that we should not do, and we should continue to act the way that we're designed to act. Um, okay, so I have the last verse, James 4.12. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? So I picked this verse out, and the reason I did is because when when trying to help somebody go through these struggles or when talking with somebody who's struggling with this sort of lifestyle, it's important to remember that your job is not to judge the person, but to help them get through what they're struggling with. It's up to God to judge them, and it's important to make sure that you don't judge them in a way that is a, a condemnation. I think a lot of times people confuse what judging is when you're saying that I. People say that if you're telling them to that they're doing something wrong, this like you're judging me. Mm-hmm. If this and no, you're not. You're just telling them, hey, I see that you're doing something that's wrong. You need to fix this lifestyle. You're not judging them as like, you're a bad person, you're about to go to hell, all this sort of thing. That's not what you're doing, but this is a reminder to make sure that you don't do that. But I think it's important to make sure that you don't try to make sure they don't uh, come across in a judgmental way so that they don't, so that the person you're talking to doesn't say, well, you're judging me. But it's important to be able to kind of argue with them saying no i'm not i'm recognizing that there's something that you're doing that's unhealthy and wrong in the same way that if i recognized that kessler was becoming a alcoholic i would tell him hey uh kessler what you're doing is not healthy and not good for you he's not going to tell me hey you're judging me because i'm not judging him i'm telling him i'm recognizing something that is not good for him that he's participating in and I'm trying to get him out of it. yes kessler secretly 
<laughs> oh no! Well, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, anyway, but I just think it's important to remember that when you're talking with somebody who is struggling with this sort of thing, to make sure that you're not judging them, because that's what God is supposed to do. The, what you're doing, what you're supposed to be doing, is helping them get out of what they're struggling with. Yep. Um, before we close, uh, before Kessler takes things away. I want to say thanks again for listening. Um, the main things that we want you to get out of here is that when you're talking to somebody or if you're struggling with this sort of thing, this lifestyle is unhealthy, both physically and spiritually. The Bible does condemn participating in this sort of lifestyle. And um, it's I, we didn't have this necessarily as a point, but if you're struggling with this sort of thing, don't just rely on if you're just listening to us, don't just rely on us. Go to somebody who, there are lots of people who have gone through this sort of thing who can help you. Go to somebody who is wiser than us, who is willing to help you with this sort of thing. Yep. <laughs> so that that's all. Uh, <laughs> we want to thank you guys for listening like, like we do every week. We do appreciate it. Um, this amount of support we've gotten so far is out of this world. Like, I did yeah. not see this coming at all. But I'm really happy about it. Um, if you haven't yet, um, go give our other episodes a listen. We all know you're stuck inside for quarantine, so hey, you have something <laughs> to do. We have, what, six other episodes now? Yes. And this will be number seven, so yeah. Uh, if you have any questions, thoughts, or ideas, as always, DM us at TCV underscore podcast. Um, share, share the podcast with whoever you think will, um, can benefit from it. Um. Uh, please send us your questions. Like I said just a moment ago, we want to do a few episodes or maybe just one. I don't know. Depends on uh, how many, many we as get. As many as we can. Yeah. Just answering questions um, because who knows? Uh, if you're struggling, um, maybe we have an answer for you. I don't, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, TCV underscore podcast, Instagram. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the podcast stuff. You know, I don't know all of them. Anchor is amazing. They do everything. They do all the hard work, um, posting hey, everywhere. I edit the okay, podcast. you edit. I, yeah, <laughs> you know, you do all the scripts and stuff. I'm just kind of here. Uh, <laughs> That's but, not true. <laughs> yeah, no, I do some work. All right. Uh, anyways, he, we'll he be talks. back. I do talk. That is, I, that is a thing I, I do. Uh, <laughs> hey, whoa! All right, I'm joking. Uh, I'm joking. All right. <laughs> One episode a week, we will, and we'll see you guys next Sunday. Peace out.